podcast. Welcome after the happy new host is always Brian Joseph with me as always. It's Chewy Darso, Hi. Emily Blake, oh, yeah. and Jonathan Hardesty. I'm, uh, I'm alive again. Yeah, you might have been alive for two weeks now. We don't know. Or you it's might have been tell. alive in the dead and then alive again? Yeah. we. It's it, tiring. This whole schedule thing is uh, it's getting a little confusing for Stop me. Stop dying, John. Yeah. <laughs> no, just keep dying. It's kind of amusing. Rude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, wouldn't like, that be that. like your best friend? Also, like, I'm here. Hi. I was getting to you. <laughs> But if like you got to if you had, if you knew someone in your life that could just reincarnate themselves at will, and so then whenever you really feel like I just need to stab someone today, you just call that person. Oh. Come on over. I actually wrote a short film about that, but I yeah. never made it. Huh. Yeah. And Sam Garrison's here. Hi. <laughs> yeah, you chose the right time to say hi because we were just moving on. Yeah. Um, I need a murder friend. <laughs> Chewie's dark. <laughs> oh, <Yep>. pregnancy. <laughs> Uh, okay, so before we get started on today's very fun episode, as opposed to the one we recorded earlier, uh, we should do a Where Have You Been Doing? And I can go first. I, uh, can there's I go two first things I really want to talk about. One. Go for it. Oh, that go way for you it. can decide. I'm so excited because I this is the first and only time I'll ever have a video game one. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Is it the Friday the 13th video game one? Because that's what I was thinking about doing. No. It's so good. Dude, I don't actually play video games. I played <laughs> the Nintendo Switch at my little sister's house, and I played the game Just Dance, and I learned so many sick moves. Nice. <laughs> and the Switch is pretty dope. That game is perfect <laughs> on the Switch. That game would be perfect on the Switch. It yeah. is. Take dancing with you everywhere. Uh, I have two, and I'm going to do them both really quick. I read the first issue of Death or Glory. Uh, it's the new Rick Remender book, and it's fucking fantastic and everyone should pick it up and everyone should read it uh and then the other thing i did was i saw the movie beyond skyline which is the sequel to skyline <laughs> anybody see skyline i saw the trailers for it and i went why did you watch that <laughs> i saw the listing it's... for beyond skyline and i was like is that the sequel to the movie i didn't see yes it is eric uh, balfour was in that movie was he, he in was? the sequel no oh. um, what's sky okay skyline is a movie from about five years ago that a vfx company went we have enough money. We can make a movie, right? And Eric Balfour was yeah, in it. Yeah, they got and Donald Faison is in it, and they actually got some good people in it. Not a good movie. Uh, really, really bad movie. Uh, the sequel, they're like, all right, so the first one sucked. Let's just get Frank Grillo. Everyone loves Frank Grillo, and the two guys from the raid, and we can have them do all the action choreography and put them in it. And that was the best decision they made because there's one action sequence in the two-hour <laughs> movie that's incredible. The rest of the movie was awful. But it's basically it's about uh, an alien shows up one and invades the entire world by basically ripping your brains out of your head and shoving them into drones and then they turn into aliens and then a baby is born and grows really fast for some reason and And then oh my god it just gets worse and worse uh but then she can control the aliens kind of and this movie it's just bonkers and insane but surprisingly enjoyable um (laughs) frank grillo does make everything better he really does oh yeah i like frank grillo he's actually pretty good and the two guys in the raid are awesome and when they finally have action sequences it's great it takes a while to get there except i got really frustrated because brian was just showing me a clip of them fighting and i'm like okay so these aliens have guns in their arms why are they losing to dudes that are like five feet shorter than them with knives because they're they're aiming over their heads duh even I know this okay. now. Over their head, they're the guys in the raid, and they gave Rama a knife. And everyone knows you don't give Rama it's a true. knife. You don't give Rama a knife. But that's... Just shoot him. He's got a knife, though. My, my reasoning is flawless. Okay. As just, the NRA is constantly telling us, <laughs> knives are just as dangerous as guns. Well, if true. they're all Rama, then they absolutely are. Yeah. 
No, this is this, you're you're speaking facts. Yeah. This is Rama with a knife. Only a yeah. good guy with a knife can stop a bad guy with a gun. Rama stop with a knife an can stop anything. An entire fleet of aliens with guns. <laughs> you guys, we just figured out gun control. Let's go get knives. Yeah. Go get Rama. Give him a knife. No more shooting. Have him walking guns. around America. That's our gun control. Have you met him yet? <laughs> uh, that's it for me, though. We just uh, won a Nobel Prize for solving that problem, guys. Yes. It is that easy to get nominated these days. Uh, uh, so I've been trying to get on my I'm pregnant and I'm running out of all my rewatches, so I need to start actually watching the things I've been saying I'm going to watch now. Uh, I tried to start watching Handmaiden's Tale. Not a great show to watch while you're pregnant. Not a good choice. I got have been fruitful and uh, multiplied. Oh, God. Uh, talk about watching a show that'll just make you feel like a piece of cattle. Uh, <laughs> so I got an episode and a half in, had a nightmare about somebody stealing my baby right after giving birth, oh. and went, okay, never mind. I'm not going to watch the show. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's weird what kind of things will affect you so viscerally when you're pregnant or have or just proximity to yeah. it because i watched the babadook right after um it's just, it just made me birth, feel bad like, about being pregnant <laughs> and there were i had complicated feelings for the babadook i liked the movie a lot but i felt very did you feel awed. sexy feelings toward the babadook N- no no i felt like <laughs> i do it, so it, does it. it visualized like hating and loving a kid at the same time and i was like i'm not ready for that emotion well yet. that's what i keep telling people I will love my son as long as he's not the kid from Babadook. Because <laughs> that child, I mean, I know that they did special things to his screams in post. Like, mm-hmm. they amplified it. Yeah, yeah. But you, yes, you have such a visceral, like, hatred towards him in that movie. And being a newly a new parent who has nothing but, like, this just this outpouring of love, this new, just, like, this new thing, it's like, it's a bad thing to experience right then. Yeah. I can watch it again and be fine. But I was just like, oh my god, it's one of my favorite movie. My child yeah. would be perfect as long as he's not that kid. Um, but long story short, I relate. Yes, to what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, so then I also decided, all right, I'm gonna get back to Legion because I fucking loved the first season of so Legion. Uh, and there's five episodes uh, of the second season now, and I watched the first episode a couple nights ago, and oh my god, <laughs> like this show is so surreal and so. I don't know how to describe it. Like, it's just so much better than a lot of other Marvel things in my mind. Because it's so complex. And the production design is so top-notch. The choices they make, they're they're not spoon-feeding you at all. They're going, all right, well, this is this movie. Or this is this TV show. You got to figure this out. (laughs) Like, we're not going to tell you everything. You need to watch this and figure it out. And I love it. Like, it's so... It's confusing. It's beautiful. All the characters are really complex. And then there's a dance number, of course. And it's just like, oh, I love it. I can't wait to watch more of it. And then it's the one thing that Brian actually likes Aubrey Plaza in. So. And the first few seasons of Parks and Rec. Yeah. End of list. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Emily, what about you? I am excited because season two of The Expanse is here. And uh, uh, as of this recording, they just aired episode four. So I have no idea where we are now, time was. Um, might have finished season two by now. Who knows? <laughs> Who um, knows? But uh, I don't know if I've talked about I probably have talked about The Expanse before. But either way, uh, I loved the books. Like, I'm obsessed with the books. They're amazing. Uh, I listened to them. Um, and uh, the books are incredible. 
and the show stays somewhat close to the books, but it's like doing different doing different things that you, because you can't do everything. You have characters that come and go from the books, like you have characters that are only in one book and never you never really see them again. So in the TV show, they're giving those characters more of an integral plot so that they're sort of carried out over the story for a longer period of time. Um, but season three, oh, sorry, it's not season two, it's season three. Um, season three is just as good, and it's kicking ass. And uh, if you hadn't ever seen The Expanse, it's basically about a world uh, where Mars and Earth, and now that we're in season three, we're all in full-out war. Ours and, Mars and Earth are at war. There's also people who live out in asteroid belts called the Belters or, or on space stations, and um, they're sort of tangentially involved in the war. Um, and we, our main characters all have a little spaceship, and they're just trying to stay under the radar, but they keep ending up in these heroes situations where they have to save people and they end up in the middle of everything and uh and then there's an alien sort of virus thing but it's also sentient and uh it's crazy shit and it's great book but it's also maybe aside from the alien virus uh scientifically accurate for the most part which is amazing it's scientifically accurate sci-fi um which is incredible uh they uh, the ships operate like real ships would uh human bodies operate like real human bodies would and it's it makes everything even a little bit more fascinating to watch because you're like, oh, shit, no, that you can't be like, that would never happen. Instead, you're like, no, that would happen. That is way more terrifying. I've actually had people tell me not to watch the show because I want to go to space so bad someday. Oh. And they're like, oh, that'll make you not want to go to space. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can see that. <laughs> Horrible things happen in space, but also sexy things happen in space. Okay. Um, you know, and, and it's not all like Gardens of the Galaxy where you can be out in the vacuum for a little while and be OK. Uh, technically, you can be out in the vacuum for a little while and be OK. Yeah. Exhale before you leave the ship. Yeah. Exhale. Don't inhale. Yeah. Exhale. Good <laughs> idea. But not for, yeah, you're, you're going to freeze to death probably before you actually uh, can't mm. breathe. But um, I read that somewhere. Don't quote me on that. I am not a sciencey person. But uh, but yeah, The Expanse is fucking great. It's just it's one of my favorite shows on air right now, and it's incredible. John, so uh, like Sam, I, I played a Switch game, and uh, it's not just dance, unfortunately, but that's a good, close second. Uh, I played uh, Super <laughs> Mario Odyssey mm. with uh, my daughter Karina, and we both played together because you can play co-op. Uh, one person can control the hat because there's this mechanic in the game where Mario throws his hat on a thing and can use it for platforming jumping from the hat, like doing double jumps that way, or can possess creatures and do different puzzling things. So you can uh, possess a Goomba and do like stacking puzzles, like stack them up or, you know, things like that. Or you can ride a, a bullet bill, become one and crash into things. Really fun, very imaginative level design and puzzles. And there's just so much stuff to do and explore. And we beat the game like I think a week or so ago. And I kind of, I still want to go back and just explore all the, like the hidden puzzles and hidden references. Cause they make a huge reference there's like a whole section devoted to Mario 64, the original Peach Castle. And it's just been fun. It, they, they love the game. They, like, it's made by people who love Mario. The team loves the legacy of it, and it really celebrates it. That's cool. Really fun. Yeah. Still don't think I'm ever going to buy a Switch. So if somebody buys it for me, I would totally use it. Oh, by the way, Brian had me watch a video about that cardboard thing. Oh. That's stupid. <laughs> like, it's really dumb. What cardboard thing? The Nintendo Labo. Nintendo found out how to sell trash. Oh. Oh yeah. They're they're just selling you straight up garbage. And people are paying eighty bucks a box for it. Oh. Go Nintendo. You just they're printing I mean money. it's it's genius. There, there's it's reason genius. Why, the overhead on that is like zero. There's a reason why they won in the console wars. Yep. That was I mean they did release a really cool software that comes along with it that I'm not going to go into detail, but you have to be basically a genius to make it work. And if you are, oh my god, that game's amazing. Yeah. But if you're not, like I most just watched of us, the video about it, and I'm like, 
you do one fold wrong and that thing's worthless. Like it's cardboard. You do one fold wrong and it's trash. Well, and you spent eighty dollars on it. <laughs> Yay. Uh, okay, so speaking of video games, <gasps> it kind of works. Yeah. Uh, today's episode is Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle, the sequel none of us knew we were waiting for. Um, <laughs> uh, it did very well in theaters. They've already signed everyone on, at least in the game, on for a third one. Yeah. I don't think any of the teenagers are being They'll probably different back. kids. Which is fine. Yeah, they yeah. didn't really do anything, <sighs> but I don't think that's a problem. We'll get into it. Um, but I wanted to read a review because this guy is sometimes very poignant and spot on. And sometimes I feel like you just don't get it, man. And that's Owen Gilberman uh, from Variety. And his <laughs> one little quote here that I thought was really sums up. I didn't understand what I was watching very well. <laughs> um, it was like watching the lamest Indiana Jones sequel ever imagined minus Indiana Jones. And he gave it three out of ten stars. Yeah, he clearly didn't understand. Yeah, this wouldn't be a good Indiana Jones sequel. (laughs) It's not an Indiana Jones movie. It's not. No. At all. It's not. There's jungles. So you saw the. (laughs) Someone wears a leather jacket. So he reviewed the trailer. I bet Ferngully really confused. Yeah. Watches Ferngully. This is the worst Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> Ferngully, what a dumb sequel to Return of the Jedi. <laughs> but I, I want to bring up because sometimes Owen Gilman has a very spot on point of view, and then sometimes, like, dude, you Shh. just don't review that one, man. It's not for you. Fun. Try to have some. <laughs> uh, the best review I, re- I saw or heard about this was the Honest Trailers, and they're like, and uh, in the movie, you have The Rock realizing how cool it is to be The Rock. <laughs> that that is what he does. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, I'm The Rock. <laughs> I did that. Was, I know we're getting ahead of ourselves, but that was my favorite scene, watching The Rock pretend to be an awkward teenager while you're also watching Karen Gillan pretending to be an awkward teenager, two oh. of the like most beautiful people on the planet. And, and they nailed it. It was amazing. Yeah. There's yeah. some really great stuff in there. But before we get to any of that, we have to do a breakdown, breakdown, breakdown. Uh, again, coming to you from Sam because I didn't want to make John move the camera, and Sam said she. Or would it okay could be that. like next week, or like next Sam. week, or like two weeks from now, bit. or at Who some knows? other time. Anyway, so Sam, this one, uh, do you think this is easier or more difficult than Three Billboards? Oh, way harder. <laughs> <laughs> Jumanji, welcome to the jungle in thirty seconds. Here we go, 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 go. Four high school archetypes find themselves in detention. They get sucked into a video game, which is actually the board game Jumanji that transformed itself. So they get sucked in and they have to save the city of Jumanji by, or the land of Jumanji, where like, um, freaking, what's his name? Reese Darby? No, Cannavale. Bobby Cannavale stole gem and they got, got stolen from him. They have to get the gem, put it back in the eye and then save the day. And then they do. And then they get out of the game and then Colin Hanks shows up. The end. <laughs> And they learned important life lessons. Also, there's a Jonas brother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Nick yeah. Jonas. What? I'll still count that as a pretty good success. Uh... <laughs> I just, I just can't remember Bobby other people that, that was great. Wait, yeah. Should we call him Jonas Cake or Beef Jonas? Because he's a beefcake. He was very handsome in this yeah. movie. There's a lot of handsome happening. Jonas Cake just sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, but Beef Cake, Jonas Cake doesn't is his sound brother's much song, so like we have to. Yeah. I played it in Just Dance. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing we brought on a professional gamer, Sam Garrison, here. <laughs> uh, this is a dumb sequel to Just Dance. 
This was nothing like Just Dance. The dancing was awful. There was dancing, funny. though. Yeah. God, this Jonas was dancing. Really this Jonas dancing. Brothers live action movie fighting. was really bad. <laughs> uh, so this is a movie, like, I, I've explained it, or I've described it to many people who haven't seen it, that it is aggressively entertaining. Like, every this movie's very tight. Like, it doesn't really waste anything. No. Right. Everything here serves a purpose, and it just moves. So that makes it kind of tough to, where do you start with this one? Um, and I think the easiest place is what got most people to see it, which is The Rock. He is like just the king of saving franchises now, isn't he? he? Is it used to be like so saving likable. anything Brendan Fraser was in, but now but, it's like he resurrected uh, the Fast and the Fast Furious, and Furious franchise. Movies, yep. He uh, he's resurrected Jumanji. Tried to do uh, Baywatch. That movie wasn't very good, though. Yeah, but, but was he good in it? Because the thing is, like, he's a huge draw, and he is charismatic as hell. And he and Zac Efron were funny together, but the movie was not good. Okay. Um, I also feel like no one works harder for their audiences than The Rock and Kevin Hart. Oh, for sure. And then yeah. like you throw in Jack Black, who's just never not funny, even mm. in the worst shit that he's been in. Like I We even like Ghost Goosebumps because Dude, Goosebumps yeah. was dope yeah. though. Yeah. That, was, that was surprisingly like, <laughs> good. I, I look forward to that sequel. Yeah. <laughs> Same as this one. Yeah. Uh but like Jack Black is great and and then Karen Gillan, who is one of the most beautiful people in the world and just like so charming and cute. It's like I don't know. And who has comedic and, timing, apparently. Yeah, she does. Oh, my God. Oh, she's yeah. so You've seen funny. Doctor Who. She, yeah. She's absolutely hilarious. It's yeah. like getting she's the another, world's best cookie. Yeah. yeah. And she's know? another person who's ringing that I want to stop acting bell, though. And I'm like, stop saying Wait, that. Wait, what? Don't ever. What? Um, she, when did she, she just wants to be a director because she no. she directed and started her own film and loved the directing you aspect can of what's acting. Both. You can do both. Yep. You can do both. <laughs> if Ben Affleck can do it, anyone can do it. <laughs> yes. God, stop saying I uh, want to stop being an actor. I know. I think she's great. So, uh, but okay. So to The Rock. So this movie, like, it was one of those ones where kind of like Rampage, where it was that just came out. It's like, oh, we're doing Jumanji sequel, and of course The Rock is in it. And it's like, there's a part of me that when I hear that nowadays, I'm like, all right, so that's like not trying almost. Like that's just kind of like it, it's like cheat codes, if you will, to keep using. He is a cheat code actor. <laughs> he is. It's just like, all right, so I need uh, I need to make over a hundred million dollars with this movie. Throw The Rock in it, and then hope for the best. But Kind of to what Sam was saying, you don't get a half-assed anything from him. Like even yeah. movies that I don't really like with him in it, it, he's giving it his all at all times. And him and Kevin Hart together, they're an unbelievably good recipe. It's also clear that he really has the best time when he's playing against type, like yeah. in Pain and Gain, or like anytime you see him just like in this movie being an awkward teenager shoved in this amazing body. Like it's just that is the most fun for him, and he just it would it would have been easy because he was introduced in the Scorpion King as a bad guy, so it would have been really introdu- it would have been really easy for him to continue playing these roles that were big muscular bad guys all the time, and instead he's yeah. gone 180 degrees in the opposite direction, and it's been really cool. Yeah, like I even one of the early stages of Brian and I's relationship, I made Brian go see the Tooth Fairy. That's not a good movie, but I loved The Rock. Yeah, that one was. And that's how you knew. (laughs) She made you watch a bad movie, and you were like, "I can relate to this." I mean, she got me there because Stephen Merchant was in it. I didn't even know who Stephen Merchant was at the time. (laughs) I think it's neat too. Like The Rock has kind of provided a boilerplate for athletes who want to transition onto the big screen. Like I think it it gave us Terry Crews and Dave Bautista and John John Cena, Cena. like all these big guys that suddenly. It's fun to watch them play against type. And I think even to some degree, like Chris Hemsworth's been following that template, like yeah. realizing that it's okay to be 
not the strapping hero, which is funny because they always end up being the strapping hero. But sure. it's like Ghostbusters. Yeah. We're just oh my doing, god, he's so cute in Ghostbusters. Yeah. We're doing better at it now because I remember I watched that babysitting movie with um the blonde wrestler, the Hulk, with Triple the H? mustache, the old nineties. Oh, Hulk, Hulk Hogan? Hogan? The Hulk. Hulk uh, yeah, Hulk Not Hogan. Not the Hulk, though. That's He's confusing. the Hulk. Yeah. But I, because they were making those movies back then. Still, they just weren't good. Well, yeah. no, but there was a... Oh, kindergarten, right. kindergarten Cop okay. was dope, Suburban though. Commando is a classic. <laughs> God damn it. Three Ninjas High Noon? I mean, come on, right? Did anyone else remember when Hulk Hogan made that babysitting yes, movie? Yes, of course. Okay. Yeah. It was amazing. He shot a... Wasn't there an alien in it? I don't... I, I didn't know Hulk Hogan in. made any movies except the one that he Gawker released. He made a released. few movies. Oh, yeah, he made he a also few. had a TV uh, show that I Three watched. Ninjas High Noon. Uh... But th- there's something about like the 80s like with these like huge muscle-bound dudes. Like, all right, so you can try to be Arnold Schwarzenegger or you don't have a career. And then in the 90s, we didn't really know what to do with these guys and all the way through kind of like the aughts too. And then now we're kind of, because of The Rock, figuring out like what to do with it. Yeah. And, like, right. It's kind of giving us some really fun movies. And John Cena actually was one of the reasons I thought about seeing uh, Cock Blockers, but then we never did. Yeah, and also Terry, Cru- you mentioned Terry Crews. He's amazing on Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh yeah, he's amazing in everything. He's amazing in everything. Yeah. And Terry- uh, gamer. Um, the- uh, <laughs> gamer. Yeah, that movie. Gamer. It's is an amazing that movie. movie. It's like it's just the like- premise is all flawed to begin <laughs> with. Talk yeah. about another amazing thing with a dance sequence. Uh, oh right. Well, do you know what? Gamer actually is very similar to Jumanji in premise, except Jumanji in a way. pulls it off. Yeah. Gamer does, not. <laughs> Gamer does not. We got Gerard Butler. Oh, so you don't have a movie. All right. No. Good luck. Um, Gerard Butler is my favorite. Though. Gerard like, Butler. Love him. I just love yelling whenever a Gerard Butler movie is on in a terrible Scottish accent. Yeah. yeah. Like Geostorm. Yeah. Um, I even dumped it. Back to Jumanji. We we barely started talking about Jumanji. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I kind of want to talk just about about the the four people. So we have The Rock, Karen Gillan, Jack Black, and Kevin Hart. And I think, and I could be wrong, I think this is the first movie I've gone to see in theaters with Kevin Hart as a main character in it. Hmm. And it's nothing against Kevin Hart. Like, I've seen his stand-up. He always makes me laugh. Like, I think he's a really funny, charismatic guy. It's just he doesn't usually make movies that are things I want like central intelligence even with the rock and it's like eh, it's just not for me like he just makes stuff that's well, just... he does that style of comedy that it never really pulls me in it's the constant yelling yeah but it, it worked in this one like it's it all he was a great villain in secret Str- life of pets strength is a weakness <laughs> yeah yeah he was this is great but like, I, I spend a lot of time with Kevin Hart's voice right now. It's it's weird. He was more Bud. I'm Bud with yeah. his voice. It's yeah, great. well, the sequel I'm, I'm working yeah, on. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but should we talk about how, because so at the adult versions of them are stereotypes, and then the kid versions of themselves are stereotypes or cliches, whichever word you want to use. They're different stereotypes. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're different. They're mm-hmm. different subsets. So it's like, so with well, the t- no, so It's this whole movie that, like, uh, Sam kind of touched on the breakdown a little bit. It has something to say. It's the whole thing of, like, you know, have respect for who you are and like this movie's all about like the finding the inner badass in you and that sort of stuff and like like it, it, it it's kind of on the nose but not in a way that ever like annoys me like well it's, and that's why it's perfect that it's the, the setup is gaming video games yeah. because it's all rules and archetypes and things that are neatly folded into this thing where you, you gotta be who you are <laughs> yeah like you have the nerdy guy who doesn't think that he could be an attractive dude and then he's the rock you have the huge football player who needs humility and he plays little kevin hart like, like it's very who's the supporting to the big beef yeah dude? Like, like there's some very obvious choices in here but it like because they're willing just to 
go with it, it mm-hmm. worked. Like, it didn't feel like it had to, like, try to be smarter than its premise, which I, I thought was good. I also think it was very important. I liked that the awkward girl and the nerdy guy liked each other before they became transformed. Yes. Because it yeah. wasn't that, like, oh, now that you're gorgeous, I've fallen in love with you. It was more like, I liked you to begin with. Like, when she's yeah. just like, I like nerdy guys. I don't like this type of guy I'm looking at. Yeah. I don't like The Rock. I mean, you like it, but you're not maybe yeah, you but take it's it like, home. Yeah, but, I, you know, because that helped give him a little more confidence when he was changed, because he was really nervous about changing back. Would she still like him? You know, but that's but she was just like, no, I liked you before, and that was just so cute. You know, and it's yeah. it's because I do get tired of movies where it's like, oh, she's awkward, but now she's beautiful, so we love her. And it's you know, this movie. Didn't <laughs> it's like, go yeah, that right. Route. Do you really love her, or do you love her? I mean, she's still attractive. <laughs> but he also, she's yeah, not really she that is. awkward. Looking. Oh, well, they both but are. The first <laughs> thing he says to her is he compliments an action she took, mm-hmm. and it's those little things that I yeah. think are really it. It's just like those little subtle ways of sending good messages. You know, yeah. like subverting toxic max- masculinity and celebrating. What? Women. Was that what scene? they do the gym scene in the she gym yelled. when she's like That's i shouldn't right. have yeah. to do gym class and she and he's yeah. like i really liked your arguments in gym class <laughs> they were really good and it was just like such a cute little like high school nerd yeah. moment yeah. this, yeah. Movie, this I, movie did right by by female characters i mean sure. when i remember seeing the the posters and being like oh god look at the outfit they put her in and i learned a lesson about not <laughs> judging because that's the first thing she says when she's in that outfit is like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm in a jungle wearing this. And she'd been I- judging the pretty girl who like, yeah, was superficial, yeah. but it was so neat to see her learn like to being the cartographer and having to take a leadership role. And and from the minute that Jack Black appears on screen, uh, there isn't this female rivalry. In Mm-mm. fact, when uh, my favorite scene when he's learning how to use a penis um, to <laughs> pee and, and, and he's just like, get over here, look at this thing. Like there's an immediate, like you're a girl, I'm a girl. Oh my God, girl, come here. Even though they were total opposites in school, they immediately have like a bonding and it was really nice to see. Yeah. I actually really liked the line that she had toward or jack black her uh, Brittany had toward martha uh where she said she's kind of calling her out but in a moment that i could really relate to because i've had this defense the whole like i'm just gonna assume you don't like me so i'm gonna dislike you first mm-hmm. uh, i don't remember exactly what the line was but i'm like oh yeah i've done that a lot mm-hmm. yeah and it, it, <laughs> but i think a lot of people have and i think that's yeah. kind of why the movie works like it's kind of not to take it yeah, another unnecessary dick at Marvel, but it's kind of like with like Marvel said they were going to do this with Spider-Man Homecoming. They're going to make the right. high school movie for high school students and it's going to be super relatable. And we're trying to base this off of like old like breakfast club type movies. And by trying so hard, I feel like they kind of missed the mark a little bit. Although I like Spider-Man Homecoming, they didn't quite hit that audience very well in a way that like if you weren't in high school, I don't think it was en- as enjoyable. Whereas this one, they they still went for the same thing but made it relatable to a wider audience. And yeah. it was like, just kind of like they hit every mark they were going for. Well, and, and there's a difference between the Marvel movie and this is like the plot didn't take over and let the characters kind of let, let, let these fun moments happen. Like the plot this, this, of this movie is very thin, very yeah. thin, very like as with a lot of games, you know, like their plot just kind of like you're going to a point A to point B, you're doing a thing. Yeah. And like, is this the best video game movie? I think uh, so. Yeah. No. <laughs> Super Mario Brothers is still the best. Uh, okay. Yeah, so this is the best video game. There's a huge section in Console Wars about that movie. And, and I think how you wonderful talk- it is? No, it's not. They don't it's use really any they, they don't use that word at all at that point. <laughs> <laughs> but I would agree with you. It's it's still good, but I think this one it's is not. Well, it's not based on a real video game too, so it's kind of cheating. Yeah. It well, yeah, have but to I, stick to a pre-existing. Yeah, yeah but yeah. It, it's still and here's it the still thing. a sequel though. This the char- one of the characters in this movie is Jumanji, and how Jumanji learned to be relevant, it had to evolve itself and mm. become more simple. 
because when you compare the two movies, I'm like, in the first movie, that movie's more about, like, death and, yes, believing in yourself, but also learning how to be an adult growing up, love, survival, regret. There's a lot of things in the first Jumanji movie. This one's much more simple. Both games are distilled into a simple rhyme, though. Roll the dice to move your token. Doubles gets another turn. Yeah. First player to reach the end wins. Just yeah. the, the messages in this movie are so drastically different than the first yeah, one. But I actually think they're better stated I, I like think I th- yeah i think it's very good for the now like i think it's mm-hmm. a good adaptation to the current market and what audiences need almost and i think it's just because the, the filmmakers understand the language of video games and gaming and just those, those systems do they like they kind of i mean they, they know it enough to do right by the theme and the character moments and yeah. this one they did i think yeah but my, my problem is like when i go to any video game movie or any video game Anything based on a video game, I still feel like they spend too much time describing to an audience what a video game is. <laughs> and this movie does it the whole way through. It's actually my biggest gripe with the movie is at no point do they stop reminding you we're in a video game. Mm. Like they, they bring it up as often as possible, yeah. just in case you forget that things are different in a video game. And I feel like they do such a good job setting up the world, especially with that Reese Darby scene. Like he oh, he's an NPC and like they, they nail it. He's just repeating what he said. Like, a joke every now and then to remind us would be fine, but I feel like every scene, there's a moment where they need to go, and by the way, this is a video game. And it's but like, isn't that also just capitalizing on the promise of their premise? No. Like... Because their premise is already happening. You don't need to keep reminding us but that I don't it's think, happening. But I don't think it's, like, a reminder. I think they're just, like, living in that world. Because that's how I felt. And I, also, sometimes, they're like, I but, think... But you don't live in the world by going, I'm living in the world today. Like, that's... But it was also just like, oh, we're discovering a new power. Oh, and, and I'm like, maybe it's because I'm also just, like, an, an idiot when it comes to video games and I don't play them. But for me, it felt helpful. Like, if I had been, like, one of those girls thrown into the game, I would have been like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Because like, well, this movie I, wasn't made I played, for gamers. This I played Paperboy when casuals. I was seven. But I think, yeah. like... Uh, as an example I think Mario uh, Odyssey was actually a good kind of example of this because like I'm always aware I'm playing the game there are all these things that are reminding me constantly in this game that this is a game you're now doing a puzzle you're now doing a like a platforming thing you're now like it's they don't outwardly say it the movie kind of maybe falls a little too much on that as a crutch but it's continually reminding me I'm always in the aware that I'm playing something that I'm in I'm in a game I'm doing games I'm in a system I guess I wish it had been more organic because like there's for, for me where that broke was when we got to see the villains doing stuff outside of the main characters because that's never a thing unless you're doing cinematic games which so, this one makes a joke about at one point with the yeah. flashbacks and it's like it's a very minor gripe it was just something that like uh it just kind of bumped me every now and then of like all right but like we, we know like there's there's yeah. parts where it's like it's already been established in the scene that this is like this is the rule of the scene you don't need to keep reminding us and it's like it's something where it's not that it's a video game thing it's just that it felt like they weren't fully trusting their audience because it, it yeah, well, this, they weren't because they're. This is a like I said. This isn't a movie made for gamers. No, this is a movie like that's very cold calculated for everyone. Yeah, like, so this the, movie is made. And in general, when you make a movie for everyone, you're not really trusting everyone. Sure, you yeah. make no, it. That makes sense. You spoon feed it a bit. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. And like, like I said, it's a minor gripe, but I just. There has to be right. something, and I think the villain was a waste of time. I don't think dude, it was such a waste of time, and yeah. like Bobby Cannavale. <laughs> oh my god, guys, is I have a his eyeshadow was for. on point. It though. was, it was crazy. <laughs> I mean, I, I liked his eyeshadow. Sure, yeah. I, I thought he was kind of like a cool idea, but it was just <laughs> the movie did such a good job making Jumanji the villain that it didn't need a villain. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Like because like he he's really just not important to anything until the very end, where they just wanted to fight a person as opposed to just the jungle itself, and I felt like. Yeah. 
I was I, sort of into it. And especially with like the first Jumanji, which you do not need to see to watch this movie, they made it very clear that when Robin Williams went to the jungle, he was terrified of the jungle and one hunter guy. Uh, and that was, everything else was just, I was the jungle is I was a little sad that hunter guy wasn't the villain, honestly. They had the same name. They did? Yeah. Oh. Oh, there you go. Yep, they so, have the, the same so, then they, so then the game just adapted him to current like yeah. villain ideas. Yeah, yeah they oh, very much like they, they actually did a really good villain. job of like throwing in old Jumanji yeah. Easter eggs and stuff. It was yeah. really yeah. neat the, the way that they did it. The only thing they didn't throw in that I wish they would have was the uh, the flowers because I really liked like Dude, the, I love yeah. the, the, flowers. the flowers were so cool, especially like, really the one that, like flowers. like try to eat the people like the vine yeah. and stuff. Like there's some really cool stuff. But yeah, do we think Nick Jonas is a good actor? You guys, yeah, I think he's fun. I, I think he was great for this role. I've okay. only seen him in Scream Queens and this. And he's very good at playing a specific kind of dumb, kind of beefy guy. He's very handsome. He's very handsome. I think he just is that guy, yeah. if I'm being honest. Yeah. <laughs> I did uh, love I, him with the 90s references. I was like, I can relate to this conversation. It's a bomb. Yeah, get jiggy with it. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually cute. And how yeah. they like, they're like, what? era are you yeah. uh, are you being ironic and when she's talking about a phone i love that he was like what are phones <laughs> and like what is the function of a phone in your time it was great because it never felt like it was hitting it over the head but like yeah, yeah. i did think it was kind of a weird dig at cindy crawford for no reason i'm <laughs> just like she's, she's still, still very good looking. she's still flying they went eh. yeah but now like, her daughter's the model and she's like now it's Kaya Gerber, you know yeah. and kendall jenner but like I yeah i take anyone seriously when their last name is gerber Baby. Wow. Baby. <laughs> well, she, uh, she's a baby Cindy Crawford, and she's got her dad's tequila money. Tequila uh, money. What were, yeah. uh, I'm just moving past this. Anyway. What were uh, favorite, <laughs> like, what's favorite sequences? Like, what, what really stood out to you this movie that was just, like, unexpected joy? <laughs> the exploding I mean, the cake. <laughs> <laughs> Anything involving Jack Black's penis. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Bethany's reactions to her penis yeah. are my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> These things are crazy. <laughs> it's got a handle. Oh, oh. And them watching the, the, the entire uh, dance fighting. Even though it's, yeah. it's really just fighting to music. Like, there's no dancing and there's not, yeah, whatever. But I love, like, I love two sequences in that. Uh, one that she's doing it to the... Yeah, oh, yeah, queen, while they're yeah. watching yes, her queen, do it. Yeah. And then when the guy rushes out as the rock and just, like, he's like, I'm going to save her. And then he watches her and he kind of shrugs and then just goes back inside. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, to me, that's a wonderful moment. I wish yeah. we had more moments like that. And again, the, the bonding of teaching her how to, like, flirt and be a yeah. good Bethany oh, teaching. Oh <laughs> the comedic like, timing on that was so amazing. Yeah. Oh, like, seriously, what do you her like hips this? had oh. to have been sore. Like, that <laughs> that over-exaggerated walk down but the hill. Again, we're watching one of the most gorgeous actresses in Hollywood <laughs> like pretend to be an awkward teenage girl, and she fucking nailed it. And yeah. it's great. I remember trying to stress and be yeah. like, this, does, this feels and terrible. Yeah, her walking down the hill was... <laughs> Oh my god! So Just, I want to see her do more physical comedy roles after this, because like, yeah. clearly she can do like physical acting very well between this and Guardians and now Infinity yeah. War. Watching like, her flip her hair too. Oh my god! Like, she bent over. <laughs> oh god, it was fabulous. She kind of gave but, a weird stare at the guy. The, like, the, the, the like trying to do the lip biting. But, <laughs> but it also goes to the theme what we were talking about, like realizing what a badass you really are, because she's trying so hard to flirt, and flirting is not her thing, and yeah. she sucks at it, and the characters don't respond, and then she's like, wait. I know what to do. And then she goes into what is one of her strengths. And then she dance fights. And it's amazing. <laughs> and, 
and Ooh, and it's like baby oh, I love the way right? and it's like it's I love that they use that song every time too that's so video game but um but yeah and that was again like so cool to watch like well she can't really learn this other thing but but she can do this thing that she's already good at so let's embrace that and everybody's like oh she's so great it's I also, just a really good lesson she is it, the destroyer did, of men and it did kind of feel like that was like the point of that scene yeah. was like, oh, she's going at it wrong. Like the tape deck was there. It was ready to play. It's like, oh, this is your action sequence and yeah. this is what you're supposed to do. And I thought that was kind of cool. Like it kind of steered her in that direction. Like it kind of felt like the game. Like had, live your it, own story. It was, yeah. aware, it was aware of, <laughs> so, it was aware of like game design in some weird way. And it was like, here, you got to do this. Like, like, this isn't a stealth moment, <laughs> jackass. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what other things, like it's a, it's a tough one to talk about because it's just like I like everything other than my one tiny gripe. I liked uh, the Mary Poppins backpack. The Mar- he, oh, he never no. got Always to see has it. The right thing. He in never it. opened it all the way. He just kind of reached in from the side yeah. and would pull stuff out. That's his gift. He's yeah. always knowing the right weapon. Yeah. Except for the one time the jewel fell out of it. Yeah. yeah. Poor Kevin Hart. Yeah. Um, that was actually the one sequence that I I had seen in every single trailer that I did not expect to enjoy, but was the whole rhino chase down the the cavern because like it's one of those things where, like yeah. i've seen almost this exact same stampede sequence in a number of movies now like it's... even the stampede in jumanji it's like yeah stampede yeah. and it's like it, that's iconic it would have been nice to have one rhino way behind the rest of them yes. slowly trotting after them but you know that's fine uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm threatening too it was adorable in the first movie um but i, I like the the thing that i really enjoyed about this movie that i did not expect and it came to the point in that in that sequence was i liked how they played with the the three lives that everybody had like, I thought that was kind of a cool, like, ticking clock on the system. Yeah. Um, that was nerve-wracking. It was, I'm, yeah. I'm the kind of player that I will, in D&D particularly, I will die rather than ask the healer, or do you use one of my healing surges? I will be like, no, I'm saving it. I'm sa- Oh, shit, I'm dead. <laughs> so uh, the idea of them losing their lives every time they were, de- everybody, as everybody got down to one last life, I was like, oh, God, oh, this is the worst. No, don't use your, like when he throws Kevin Hart, and he's like, sorry, buddy, and he's about yeah. to sacrifice a life. I was like, no, what are you doing? Don't do that. Oh, God. Like, that was just, oh, Jesus. Or, yeah. but the moment- Kevin Hart kills the rock, like takes a third of his life yeah. away. Like, it, like there's, and those things are interesting because in Again, action you guys, movies, you need murder buddies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you make you just feel better. Like in another movie that wasn't with these systems, it wouldn't be like, oh, okay, life is whatever. Like, yeah. action movies kind of like lessen that importance. And with this weird gaming system mechanic in there that we're all familiar with, it was like, it was stressful. Yeah. It was stressful, but it also, like, it was a really long winded way to get along, to get to one point that I thought was kind of cool of like, oh, that you have one life to live. Yeah. Like, that, it, it, that, it and also a, gave Ruby a huge badass moment, which is one of my favorite moments from her. Oh, like, when she drops in the sky with the gem? Because yeah. she just yeah. she looks at the villain dead eyed and goes, My weakness is Venom, and then she stomps on the venomous snake and owns it. it. So like yeah. using her weakness as a strength. I mean, that is something they try to teach you all the time. Yeah. Also the idea of using CBR to give life for Bethany to give that was life pretty cool. to uh, yeah. yeah, and it was it was a really great moment for Bethany because her whole character thing is that she's trying to be so shallow, but in reality she's like a really nice person. And so that moment we saw her be selfless and it was kinda great, especially when she realizes she's giving him life and then she's like, No, I'm gonna keep doing it because yeah. I wanna save him. And it wasn't and, and then it she was she gets a boner. But no, but it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was Whoa, what is it? <laughs> but even that was well played because I was wondering about that when we saw Colin Hanks at the end I was like that's interesting how are they going to play this because she's a teenage girl and it was like so that moment wasn't it was sexual attraction but it was also not like 
super like hot and heavy you know it was more like the crush you get on somebody it was nice and innocent so that when we saw him as an adult it didn't feel weird it was it was yeah. kind of bittersweet in a way of yeah like, it, but it worked like it's it, nice to see a crush turn into admiration yeah especially when they are so young and it's like not a forever kind of thing it's like wow he really thought of her again yeah. and like yeah. for her that was enough to i was really, like, very surprised by that turn in the movie like you come to expect certain things like yeah. that are are, are aren't going to happen yeah. and just the whole reveal of him at the end yeah. And her whole oh, see, growth, I, her whole growth as a character, I was like, I was so pleasantly surprised. And I mean, I, I think she's my probably one of my favorite characters yeah. in the movie. She's great, but like, it wasn't one of those like the reveal of him at the end. I expected because a lot of people forgot they did that in the first yeah. movie. Like yeah. people kind of I have forgot. And I, I have did. issues I, yeah. about that, but I'll talk about that in a minute. I did forget well, too. Well, go for it because I was gonna say the rules are very confusing here because okay, at the end of the first one, you see Robin Williams as an adult, and then the pregnant the mom who's pregnant with the kids that go on the Jumanji journey comes in and obviously you know we're back in time and then and 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 he's just like don't or he and the girl or whatever or wait what am i no thinking? no the, the little kids the wife's pregnant the little kids right and they're like no don't they're trying to prevent them from going through jumanji yeah because no yeah. they're trying to prevent their parents from dying and going on the ski trip that right. would kill them oh that's true yeah. okay yeah so so that, right. okay i obviously i don't remember it as well as i thought because i was thinking about the rules because these kids obviously did the jumanji and there's no way around it like he was unable to stop that from happening so does that means the kid the kids in the original jumanji still went through with it except that then the events of the past were changed and he was never taken into the game and now my brain hurts yeah <laughs> <laughs> time travel man i don't think, I don't think about it that yeah. hard <laughs> But like, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong though. In the end of the first one, the kids don't remember Robin Williams, no. right? So this one, it, they they kind of changed it a little yeah, bit. That, of, yeah, right. that's confusing. Too. Of like, Colin Hanks got his life back, and maybe some video game different. rules are different from board game rules. Sure, I mean that's yeah. kind of what you just kind of have to take it at. Like, yeah. it, this is a lot of movie where like, if you really want to like get into it and start pulling on threads, there's a lot of loose threads. But it's like, this doesn't feel like that sort of movie, and I feel yeah. like that's where like the reviews were not great on it. Like they were good, but they weren't great, and it's like people just. Sometimes you have to look at what you're reviewing before you review it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I feel like this one kind of suffered a little bit from that. because This it, movie was not trying to be a complex, nail-biting, deep no, experience. It was it's just a sweet romp. Yeah. For yeah. And you guys, when, just fun. when he revealed that he's named, he named his daughter Bethany after the girl sweet. that saved his life, I started crying. Yeah, I like, did. There's really sweet moments in it. And like, it's a great movie for families with kids probably the age of, I don't know, a little bit older. Would you show Karina this? Or there's too much gun violence? Uh, probably not yet. Yeah, maybe like, about a year or two. Yeah, I would probably yeah. change. Yeah, I'd say like probably. You're gonna ch- you're gonna show that kid that movie like five seconds after he's <laughs> born. Stare at the TV. I don't care if you're an infant. <laughs> I want to look um, away. No. <laughs> Next up, we're but, gonna yeah. watch Hello Mary Lou Prom Night Two. Yeah. Get over it. <laughs> but it's like, just... it'd be a great movie for families with like kids, like not necessarily like infants or toddlers, but kids. Like, if you have yeah. like a surly junior higher and like an eight year old, though, you can take both of them and Absolutely. they won't oh, yeah. bitch about it. Yeah, yeah. Like, they'd have. It'll be a great connective point, too, because, like you said, the movie's for everyone, but for the kids who are, like, more into gaming and don't have that language with their parents, that's, like, this movie is probably the best way to bring that together, Yeah, I can where also, you both can, like, appreciate it. I can also see the kids, first of all, giggling a lot of Kevin Hart, just in general, because he's so funny, especially when he explodes. Um, oh, my God. But also... <laughs> also Maybe my weakness is cake, like, I just can't resist it. He's <laughs> <laughs> so pissed. He's like, pound cake. He turns you said it was bomb. Um, Man, yeah. I thought, wouldn't it be funny if he'd explo- he exploded? Beer, beer came out um, my yeah. nose at that point. It's not like because when when she stumps on the when Ruby stumps on the snake, she just kind of absorbs into a blood blob. He is a bomb when he eats cake. I just I love the callback later. Cake makes me explode. <laughs> <laughs> it's really 
probably my favorite Kevin Hart role. <laughs> oh, I love when they take the drink of the martini too, and oh, or margarita, and yeah. they're just like, <laughs> can, we can I have alcohol? that last margarita? Can I can I have you? And margarita? then he's a little drunk for a while. <laughs> Dude, you're not as big as you usually. <laughs> but seriously, three margaritas. Come on, man. Uh, Wait, he, you know he is a high schooler. Yeah. Not in the video game. That's he's not. true. <laughs> Maybe that that's not... another weakness. Hey, Goddamn would... video game laws. <laughs> he did drink them all very quickly. Um, and he's had nothing to eat because he couldn't eat the cake. It's true. That's true. It's true. Nothing to absorb it. So I guess it does make sense. <laughs> um, all right, I think we should move into quotes. Quotes, quotes, okay. quotes. Already? I guess it's just a love fest for this movie. Yeah, it really. I had one complaint, but you guys told me I was wrong, so I guess it is just a love fest. <laughs> well, time flies when you're talking about a movie you enjoy. Yeah. We're just about at the hour mark. Um, all right, so the one thing I will mention that this movie has that we didn't talk about at all that uh, I think needs to be in every movie, or at least more of them, are the actors Reese Darby and Missy yes. Pyle. Yes. Uh, Missy Pyle is fucking hilarious, I and they, she was I just... Her just her Instagram. one little... Yeah, yeah she was, was just so the great. gym teacher in this, but it's still yeah. like, oh, Missy Pyle's here! Um, and Reese Darby's one of my favorite people of all time. Um, werewolves, not swearwolves. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> so this is not a Reese Darby quote, although as much as I wanted one, I just couldn't find one that I really liked. Uh, so I have kind of an interchange between the two people when uh, the Jonas brother finds out that he has uh, been in the video game for 20 years. And The Rock goes, Alex, I don't know how to tell you this. And Kevin Hart just jumps inside. You've been in this video game for 20 years. And The Rock goes, uh, that's probably not how I would have done it. <laughs> I liked the peen sequence like you referenced earlier where uh, Brittany slash Jack Black goes, Martha, come look at this. And she's like, I'm good. <laughs> My quote was from the same scene. Because then she says, oh, this is so much easier because the fact that you have, like, a handle. I love that. I fucking love that. And I, but I will say one thing about the Reese Darby character. That's totally an anecdote, not really directly related to this movie. But I was at Ren Fair right after watching it. And we went into, the my boyfriend and I went into, like, the hat shop. And there was a dude in the hat shop. And he kept talking about the different hats. And then we left that. And we kept walking. And we got to another hat shop. And that same fucking dude was in the hat shop. I don't know how he beat us there. But he was in the hat shop. And he and then he started saying the same shit about hats. And I just looked at him. And I was like, you're an NPC. <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't know what I was talking Aww. about. Because NPCs are not self-aware. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Which Aww. makes it true. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Inception. Um, some. I don't know. The, I don't have the exact specific of the quote, but it's the scene where they're going over their uh, their stats, stat blocks, and, and Kevin Hart um, realizes his strength is weakness, and his whole freak out with that. How is strength my weakness? And I, I don't remember laughing so hard at a moment as that, because it's video game logic, and sometimes that gets wonky. Yeah. And I love how that had the like. It was a, it was my favorite joke. It's a good one. I'm gonna do another penis quote. So, <laughs> of course, they're so good. Out. Yeah. So uh, she gets an erection looking at the Jonas brother, and she goes, "Oh my god, these things are crazy." <laughs> <laughs> Can I do one more Bethany quote? Sure, why not? Okay, I loved when she's upset, and and I forget who calls her out on it, but then she just goes, "I broke up with Noah. I turned into a man, and I can't find my phone. I'm allowed to be upset." <laughs> <laughs> she's kind of right. You are. <laughs> Uh, so review system today uh, if you didn't know this was coming I'm ashamed of all of you it's video game movies and I'm gonna go first uh, I'm going with Silent Hill because it's the only good one what? it's the only good video game movie Super Mario Brothers is not a fucking good movie no matter how much you want it to be it's not I get a lot of joy out of it that doesn't mean it's a good movie uh, Okay. are you gonna do your reason? no that's it because it's the only good one okay fine well I'll go with Resident Evil oh, I have why? Because Resident Evil is a great movie, and it doesn't... I mean, in kind of a way, it is its own video game movie, because it really doesn't use much from the video games too much. 
it creates characters that don't exist in the video games at all. And they're yeah. this Alice is the central character, and they learn a lot. And oh, they should have brought yeah. Alice into the game. At some one point. of the best things you ever did was make me watch all those movies. I know. I was so happy that you loved that. them so much. I do. It's not very often where when I get one of my uh, even uh, five and six. Those are rough. Yeah. The last two are not great. <laughs> Which one's the one with Wentworth Miller? Is that four? That's four. four. Oh, I love him. Yeah, yeah. I'm going with four. Five and six. Four is like, They're kind of rough. Four has the song. It does have the song. <laughs> Fucking movie. Um, I have one. Go for it. Scott Pilgrim versus the world because it's a video game movie that's not a video game movie Perfect. just like this. See, I always think of that as an anime movie that's not an anime. But he literally gets a one-up yeah. yeah, and he gets coins. Scott earns a power of self-respect. Yeah. And, and he has a pee bar. Yeah. And pee. I, I'm going to go with uh, Tomb Raider, the most recent one we saw. Oh, yeah. And that, that it fun. kind of understood what it meant to be a video game movie and how to kind of approach it. And it did it in its own way and kind of streamlined things. Like, yeah, it was a very streamlined and actually kind of tight experience in terms of a movie so well it's not so much to choose from here all right uh i'm gonna go with mortal kombat okay because i love mortal kombat it's not you know it's not a great movie jumanji is a better movie but mortal kombat is fun and jumanji is fun and i really important enjoy life lesson at the end of that movie yeah, yeah. Just punch yeah. i just balls. really enjoy watching and there's two badass chicks in mortal kombat yeah. uh you know, I love Mortal Kombat. It's, it's a great, great movie. It's great. Yeah. I, it, it's enjoyable. To, I mean, I don't think like if you were to sit down and be like, "Is this movie worthy of an Academy Award?" Fuck no. But no. it's really fun, and uh, and it has ridiculous outfits that don't ridiculous. make sense in the Just situation. Just ridiculous. And Johnny Cage being douchey but still lovable. It's pretty great. And it's got the Highlander. It's got the Highlander in it. It's being a Asian character. Why not? He's oh, the Highlander. Okay. <laughs> you, they all look the same in that video game. Oh. They all have the same face. The thing so is, there he, are Asian <laughs> actors in the movie. So why did you cast a white man? Because he's whatever. the Highlander. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to bring today's a episode. French Scottish guy. So whatever. <laughs> I'm going to bring today's episode to a close. Uh, I have no idea what's coming up next. None whatsoever, because I don't know when this one's coming out. Uh, but I'll do a quick round of plugs. <laughs> check us out at ATHpod.com uh, and check out our feed where you'll find our new episodes of Venture Bros, of Venture Brothers Podcast, coming out soon or now, depending on when this one comes out. Uh, that's it for me. Any other plugs? Uh, EmilyBlakesos.com. Hire me to make you a cosplay. If you go to my website, you can see cool stuff I've done. Novelty Deer, spelled like Deer Diary. That's on Etsy, right? On Etsy, yeah. Anything Vintage stuff, not things I'm no, making. No, just keep watching Illumination movies. Perfect. Know. John, anything you want to plug? Baby. John is a baby. Yeah. I mean, don't steal it. He's pretty cool. Don't steal John's baby. Yeah, don't, please. Her, he named it <laughs> he said please. Thea in I, Arrow. I, <laughs> I'm just always going to assume that unless you tell me different. Oh, what's that? Yeah, don't. that you named your daughter after Thea in Arrow. Sure. <laughs> sure why not <laughs> she's gonna have a real good midriff someday you guys <laughs> god so you... talking about a baby's Wait, midriff is her name, Al- <laughs> is her name Althea no just oh. Thea oh, okay because there's a character there's a new character is on her middle name Queen Walking Dead named Althea sure Thea Queen <laughs> <laughs> alright bye bye, bye. bye.